And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 16 of Gossip Guys. You've got Yale. We all get Yale. <laughs> so many people get Yale. Everybody gets Yale. Not Blair. Blair did not get Yale. Uh, it's... Hey, what do you... She but deserves did, it. But wait, didn't she get Yale? Didn't the dean say... You know, you have, you, to, we have to have you yes to Yale, no to <laughs> Yale, yes to Yale, no... It's like everything else on the show. Oh, yes I, to Dan, no to Dan. I don't, yeah. I don't, know, if, I don't know if I can take it anymore. <laughs> we got four more seasons. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, before we get more into You've Got Yale, which is obviously taken off of You've Got Mail. Classic. A movie that Aaron and I could talk about for three hours as well. And hopefully we can talk about it with our special guest, uh, Emma DeMar. Hi, guys. How are you? Great. We are great. Thank you for being on the show. And guys, Emma, we're talking to a minion right now. <laughs> what? We are, t- we are talking. You are. Yeah, season one minion here. Oh man, this is awesome. Yeah, we're a uh... minion on the show yet. No, you're the you're the first you're the... Uh, alum. Oh wow, I feel so special. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and uh, and so your character's name is Elise Wells. Mm-hmm. We had to look that I up. You guys thought we all didn't have names. Yeah, yeah like, we, no, no, we... we do. <laughs> Yeah, we had to look it up, to be honest, because, like, I don't remember your character ever I, being not called. Not at all, no. I think that it was, maybe once or twice, but I actually didn't know what my last name was or that I had one until after the fact, but I guess <laughs> like, I think we all had full names. Did you have, did you get, like, a dossier on your character, or is it really just, you're a minion, or, like, is there any other information you were given? Um, just a very loose description that I was like Jenny's best friend who always wore pink that was like my main thing (laughs) and yeah I mean I feel like most of it was left up to you know me and that's probably how it was for most of the minions I feel like we kind of each were able to like make it our own thing which was cool and and so how many I mean you you got to work you got to be on the set of Gossip Girl Uh, how was how was that like it was really it was honestly really cool it was really surreal like I wish that I like remembered more of it like in hindsight it's like there are a few like really significant things that I remember but like you're just you feel like you're in a dream because it's like you're working with all these like you know amazing (laughs) people and like I don't know but it was it was really really cool I wouldn't change it for anything I'm so happy I was able to do it yeah and who who did you most like working with I mean I know you worked a lot with Taylor Momsen and you worked a lot with the other minions uh yeah. yeah I had most of my scenes with um Taylor um and we got pretty close, actually, at the time. We were, like, hanging out offset, and she was the one that I spent the most time with. But I would say I met everyone, some more than others, though, obviously. And and, and you and Taylor were around the same age? Because I know Taylor was younger than everyone she else. She was younger than me. Oh, okay. Well, and- I look really young, actually. I'm almost 26. But, um, like, at the time, I was 17, turning 18. But I was playing, like... A freshman, I guess. So that's like a fourteen or fifteen year old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you definitely looked yeah. like a freshman. Yeah. <laughs> I think. You guys kind of look like I'm in fourth grade. I... <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have said that. Uh, and it's okay, no hard feelings. I'm happy that I look young because then when I'm older, I'll really appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've ceased looking young now that I have a yes. massive beard. <laughs> I have to cover the yeah. baby face. 
uh, and well, uh, tell us a little bit more about, I mean, being with, I guess, Taylor on set, or, I mean, who did you have the most chemistry with in scenes? Or, or like, who did you wish you had more scenes with? Um, oh, who I wish I did, probably. I know you said all the girls love Chuck, but really, he was so cute. <laughs> he's just, he's like, and his accent is very, very good. It's really crazy how he puts on the accent for the show, because he has a really thick accent. Um, but other than that, I mean, I guess Leighton, Blair's character, she's really cool. Like, I remember, you know, the first time that I met her, um, hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but the first time that I met her, she, um, I had a boyfriend at the time in high school, and she was like, the first thing she said was, oh, tell me about your, like, sex life. Like, when's the first time you had sex with him? And I was like, (laughs) I was just trying so hard to, like, be cool, fit in with the, you know, the whole, like, crew, and I was like, oh, should I be honest? Like, what what does she want from me? (laughs) <laughs> it was really like a crazy thing because like there's the show life and then like the just being on it and it's very parallel like you want to kind of like fit in in a way mm-hmm. to like the set life and like there's certain etiquette that it's like unspoken but yeah so it's, it's kind of like cool. clicks on... yeah yeah well there's people that had been on it for a while and like they'd hang out like offset i was kind of grouped with taylor and um connor who plays oh eric, eric. Eric, yeah, because we all had to do school on set. We had to do like a certain amount. We weren't really doing. We were like pretending to, you know, read our books. So we were <laughs> out. And me and the minions, obviously, like we were always in scenes together, so we would hang out. And then like there'd be off like um, Blake and um, Penn's character. Damn. Saying the yeah. character is different, but yeah, they'd be, they'd be like off eating. I remember them like sharing french fries behind seat like set they were like i think dating or something oh yeah yeah i think that was the scuttlebutt that we yeah yeah Yeah, so yeah it was kind of clicky in a way but everyone was so nice i can't say that i didn't like anybody but character wise obviously there were some annoying ones like vanessa (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome why why do you think uh, vanessa was annoying she just annoyed me anyway like during the time, I didn't even really know why she was there. Like, just like she <laughs> didn't show, it's like that. But behind the scenes, I feel like she just showed up. And we're all like, who is this? Like, suddenly she was such a significant character out of nowhere. And I just felt like she didn't, I don't know. Like, the actress was very nice, but I just felt like she, like, didn't fit for some reason. Like, she was very, like, I don't know, off. Like, I don't know. It was weird, but. That's, that's, no, I mean, that's, that's exactly. That, that's how we feel. So, yeah, that's. That's how the show feels. <laughs> it's like the set and yeah, the show. When you said it, I was like, wow. Like, I felt that way, too, and I didn't know why. Because nobody explained, like, why she was there to us. <laughs> we just had no idea. So, I just felt like she was really annoying. <laughs> Aaron's been waiting for an explanation on Vanessa's character for 10 years. We're never going to get it now. <laughs> yeah. I really have no idea. I really don't know. <laughs> Nobody else really annoyed me that much besides her. That's really funny. That uh, did you? Uh, so you were on for four episodes. Did you watch the show after? A little bit, but I think like after I was on it, and I think why I never like was like hardcore into watching it is because it's so weird once you're on it to watch it because mm-hmm. it's different. Like you're watching and you're thinking like, oh, I remember like filming on the Met steps and I was like, it was freezing cold that day. And so I'm noticing different things than you guys are noticing. Like, oh, everyone's like shivering and I can see that and remember it. So it takes like kind of some of the magic away. Like I love the show, but to other people, it's like an obsession. And to me, it's like, it's hard to like. It's your life. Know, okay, yeah. they're, they're actors, you know. Like, yeah, it's, they're yeah. They're people it's... that I, you know, saw in real life. So 
Yeah, I mean, this is a fantasy for most, you know, fans or just people watch a TV for show. People, for you, yeah. it's your life. Yeah, you got paid to be on Gossip Girl. Right. So, yeah, I saw, like, the trailers that we got ready in. Like, I saw what it looked like behind, you know. Like, it, the school set was just, like, a room. Like, it was, we're not really in a school. That was, like, all filmed, like, in a. Yeah, it loses the allure. Studio. Yeah. Uh, when you like describe, I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated about the audition process or just like how you, how you, yeah, got the role and what Um, you knew going in. I, I I remember auditioning for it and I remember like what I was wearing and I remember them saying, we want you to come back tomorrow at such and such time and wear the exact same thing and wear your hair the same way. And my hair was like half up, half down. Cause I remember like I was looking really young with no makeup or anything and, Um, I came back, I did this exact same thing. There was like maybe one or two extra people in the room. And then I got a call like a few weeks later that I got it. So it was really not that rigorous. It was just like pretty quick process. And this was in New York or LA or, okay. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I didn't even have to like send a tape or anything. It was like a very quick thing. It was cool. And were you familiar at all with like the book series or with Josh Schwartz or, or the show in general? I mean, I know at this point it probably hadn't premiered yet or maybe it had, I'm not sure. I, no, I think it had at least the okay. first episode. So I knew about it. I had, I wasn't watching it, but I knew like the hype of it. So when I got the script, um, or like the sides that I would be reading, I was like, wow, like that would be so cool to get. And then I, I read a little of the first book, but I didn't read the rest of them. I just knew that a book series existed on it. Dude did not really know what it was about, though. How much uh, cooler did you get at school when you were on Gossip Girl? <laughs> it's, it's funny because people, like, have such different reactions. Like, some people are genuinely like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Especially the guys. They're like, oh, they would call me Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you Gossip Girl? <laughs> yeah, like, when I got to – so I filmed those scenes at the end of my senior year um, of high school, and then – by the time I got to college, I went to Trinity, which is like a prep school on steroids. Crazy school. You're ready. <laughs> um, everyone knew. I didn't tell anyone. I don't know. Somebody everyone, somebody told people, in the freshman class, there's going to be a girl that was on Gossip Girl. And everyone knew before I got there. So it was like really cool in a way. But also people were like, you know, you get those like catty, bitchy girls that are oh, like, yeah. you know, they just want to ruin you. They're, the like, the, the Blair Waldorfs. <laughs> Because they think they're the real Upper East Siders because they were a lot of the kids from my school were from prep schools in Upper East Side and whatnot. So they're like, oh, we know about that and we can live that out. And I just wanted no part of it, you know, like when people are genuinely happy about it, though, it's really cool. Well, we are genuinely happy about it. So thank you. Yeah, so much for being on the show. And and so had you seen You've Got Yale before the episode we're talking about today? just watched it <laughs> yeah i finished it 20 <laughs> minutes ago <Yeah. laughs> so literally in the last few days i've become such an expert on this show it's crazy really the la- <laughs> well, well i'm saying this now hopefully i can keep up with you guys because you're very fast paced you know what you're talking about <laughs> well well, it, well i've seen it like three times so <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> you would know by now yeah, yeah. All, all different storylines and you know how yeah. i feel about characters so i'm trying to like develop opinions as i go like ooh, what can i say yeah, well, uh, we can give you opinions uh, as well. Uh, so it starts off, I mean, basically, this is the Yale episode. Obviously, do we need to recap what no, happened last week? I don't, I don't think. I uh, Dan and Serena are back together. Again? The, they're family now. They're, they're all family. Rufi, uh, Rufus. Rufus and Lily and everybody. There's a brother, but the brother's dead. Maybe, but not really. We'll see. 
And then uh, Chuck is no like he wanted the company, and Jack right now, Jack Bass oh, is in Jack, charge. Jack is here. Yeah, Jack is here. And hey, we start with a Gilmore Girls reference. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. yeah, that's how we start yeah. the show. I was kind of get those two shows confused. Everyone's like, "Oh, were you on Gilmore Girls?" It's so annoying. <laughs> well, and, and I don't our... know what Gilmore Girls is like. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and our our show, there's a Gilmore Guys podcast that's way bigger oh, than really? ours, so people mix the two up all the time. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't think they're happy with us. They're probably not. <laughs> yeah, but this is the best name for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, and, and Blair gets a dog, guys. Handsome Dan. Handsome Dan. It's a mascot. <laughs> but we're not gonna call him Dan, just handsome. Yeah, just handsome. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, they're laying on the Yale thing real thick. Obviously, this is Blair's dream college. Harold and Ramona are in town, and... Yeah, uh, Emma, did you have a dream college? Or, did, like, did you have, like, a plan like Blair? I feel like at that time, like, I was way too young to really know what I wanted to do. I mean, I, I was like, oh, I want to go to a liberal arts school on the East Coast, but I just said that because that's what everyone was saying. And, but, but also, yeah. that also doesn't oh. narrow it down. There's a million of those. <laughs> you know, you know, so that's why I just picked Trinity because it did have like a really good English department, and I actually went to school for creative writing, so that was uh, that was my thing. But no, I didn't have like one dream school. Uh, well, obviously, it's basically Yale or nothing for Blair. It's the only thing she applied to, which is poor planning. Oh, not good. Not like, at all. Why? why? I know that's just how Blair works in her brain, but, like, I just don't get it. Like, just have a backup school. She I know. just piles in the drama on herself all the time. She's just so, like, overly confident. She doesn't think she can fail at anything. That's why. But, like, she failed several times <laughs> to even get to this point in Yale. Like, because she only got in because of Serena. And and then... And then she's yeah. going to get in. And she kind of guilts Serena slightly. I mean, I think Serena makes maybe the right move here of, like, that, you know, Yale only wanted Serena because of her celebrity. Uh, I, we don't know what Brown wanted. Like, we don't... They're just outside of it. But Serena keeps just doing everything for, for Blair. for Or for other people. For Dan, for whatever. She never does this decision. Yeah, she never makes a decision for herself. This one felt like it, though. I hope so. Like, it, it felt... Like, to me, when we get that call from the weird Disney character <laughs> on the phone, being like, oh, we need to put the press release out. It's like, uh, no. Like, I don't know. It, it It felt manipulative to me. And I know... I, I like the decision, even though I don't like that it came because, like, I would like Blair to have already gotten in, and then Serena have that realization. Yeah, but then there's no show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> has to be dramatic, guys. Uh, so, have you ever been to the opera, guys? Who's been to the opera here? Oh, no. Operas are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> no desire, no desire. Oh, man. Yeah, I have not been to the opera. My dad is a huge opera guy, so really? I grew up hating opera because that's what you do. You yes. hate what your dad loves. Like, And he would just blare the opera on. I was just like, holy shit. Tagliacci. Yeah, turn this down. But like, he took me to a Hansel and Gretel opera, and I, I remember like being terrified as a kid. I was like eight, seven or something. Six years. I don't know. And Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and then uh, I think I fell asleep during Les Mis, even though Les Mis is awesome. And then, but recently, me and my girlfriend, we went and saw the magic flute that they were talking about in this episode. The one that Rufus thought they were going to go see. So did you understand it? Was it, it means for children, apparently. Well, so. I, I was on certain substances. <laughs> ah, that always makes it better. It was, it was very, the, it was LA Philharmonic, um, or LA Opera, and it was, it was, it was definitely modernized and supposed to be psychedelic. So it was actually, okay. it was a lot of fun. Right. But hey, that's enough about opera. I just was curious. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yeah, let's <laughs> get our viewers bored here, or our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's no one's looking. Uh, so let me see. 
What do we think of Miss Carr, guys? I like her. I like her. Just because she's pretty? Yeah, yeah, and she's smart, and she's friends with Serena. She's trying to help Serena, you know? They, they were very close for just meeting. Like, I love my new teacher. Yeah, so- I know. I felt like they knew each other already. Well, I guess they... It's been like, a couple weeks. They had, like, a, a few weeks. Well, I mean, I guess that's evidence that she's been to class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she... I, I bet you she probably is the same age as all the other characters, like, yeah. in, in real life. She looked so young. She looked young, yeah. Really, really young, yeah. And... But, like, it was obvious from the start to me that they were clearly setting her up to be a Dan love interest. It was very like Dan was harping on. Oh, you're you're so young because, but... because she likes Shakespeare and he likes books, so they both like books. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's all Dan needs. All Dan needs like a, an ounce of intellectual like <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, well, and, and so, but I do like Miss Carr for what she stands for. Like she doesn't back down to Blair in this episode, uh, and she's from Des Moines. We had a, an Iowa guest a couple. Iowa keeps coming back on the show right great. now. So, yeah, I just like that she's she's even further away from, you know, Upper East Side than Dan. Yeah. So I can understand why Dan is going to take a liking she's, to her. She is a teacher, and she's trying to be a teacher, and she's not going to take any crap from any of these kids. I will say, because normally they're really bad at introducing big new love interests, like, because they're just always over-the-top awful or bad. This one I'm mad at because, of course, they're going to break up Dan and Serena, or something dumb is going to happen between them. So, yeah. But at least I like her. Uh, yeah, I like her too. They yeah. made her pretty likable, I thought. Just because, like, she stood up for herself. Yeah, she... Like, yeah. Yeah, she battled back on Blair. Because nobody really does that, and so it's it's good to see that. Yeah. Blair needs to be taken into her place here. Like, she, she's not even doing her work. You know, she's just like... She got a B. Maybe go to class, so will get an A. Yeah, or, or, you know, spend time on it rather than, you know, your, your schemes. But then what else would she... What, what, I know, what, I know. Then she what, wouldn't be Blair. What but would it, she do? I feel like in season one, Blair was a good student, or at least I believed that. But maybe not. I guess her parties were always, like, just getting drunk parties. The study parties were always just champagne or I whatever. I feel like didn't work for her. Like, I feel like that was, like, kind of a minion's job, too. Did you... Right. Did you, Yeah, did you have to not, do homework for Blair? I feel like the other ones were, like, she's always... Or maybe that's, like... Yeah, well, isn't she, like, with the whole college thing, trying to get them to, like, study with her? Like, I feel like she's just copying people's work. She <laughs> probably is. No, and, and for me, that, like, I, I being a, I don't know, like, I just hate that so much. I know Aaron cheats all the time. Uh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> if you're going to no, let me I copy the work, like, I'm going to... I'm, like, very into my morals, and I, one, one time, like, in middle school, a girl was cheating on me, and I, and I literally, like, went up right in front of her. I was like, she's cheating, she's cheating. <laughs> yeah, then I would say something. So, yeah, what would you do to Blair in this situation? How do you, uh... Well, actually, I I had a question for you about your character. And and did you ever have, like, thoughts about where your character would go? If it, like, if you had kept going, if you had become a regular on the show? Um... Or, like, what your fantasy of that would be? Like, ooh, what would I have loved to have done? Okay, part of me tried to, like, not really think of that because I know how, like... It works, and, like, they yeah. can just run you off at any time just because. But um, one thing I did try to do was, like, make that friendship with Jenny, like, really real because I felt like that was, like, obviously my key to my character. So I was always trying to kind of, like, make that bond, like, every look as dynamic as possible so that, like, maybe they would factor that in. Which, like, you know, my scenes with her were, like, just her and I. Like, there were a few that were just one-on-one, and, you know, I would just try to milk those. But I don't really, 
I didn't like make up something in my head. Obviously, like when I saw, you know, there was one time when um, Jenny and Nate were like kissing, right? And I was like, oh, I wish that was, you know, maybe Chuck. <laughs> maybe it could have been Chuck. But yeah. <laughs> as far as I really got with the fantasy there. Yeah, well, I mean, I remember the scene where you were like, uh, Jenny was like digging through the trash or whatever, or like you were the one because there was like a she meets like a guy dog walking. Uh, Asher. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. I didn't like that guy either. Oh, no, he's, yeah. I oh, think yeah. like, he's gorgeous, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, really? He is gorgeous? No, I had to say that. that oh. Was like my... oh, okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And she was like, oh, he's a dog walker or something. And I'm like, am I, he was like very awkward. The the actor? Or... Yeah, like when he gave over his number, like he like his, I don't know, his movements were like freaky. Like they were like awkward. I'm like, ugh. He's just not, like couldn't they have gotten like a stud? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like he was very like like to me when he first came on. I was like, he's gay. This kid is gay. I have like a really good gaydar. Being around like actors, like my whole life, I was like, wow, this is he's gay, and he was. Yeah, wow. Look at you. <laughs> you should have been Gossip Girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So let's talk about let's talk about Chuck in this episode. Chuck is obviously one of your favorites, and I think this is a, a meaty episode for Chuck. He teams up with Lily. I, I like this. I I, I felt I like good. It too. Yeah. Well, what did you guys like about it? Because she was kind of like a motherly like figure to him, and I liked that. I like seeing him bond with like a, par- a parental figure in that way because his went so far awry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean his mom. <laughs> Yeah, his mom died in childbirth. His dad, his dad died. just died. So he's not yeah. doing well with and all he, parents. And if anyone on the show needs a parent, it's Chuck. It's Chuck, yeah. yeah. And, and and Lily could also use some redemption on her part. Like, she's always screwing up, so it's kind of nice to see her be good. And Lily's always, for some reason, a better parent to every other child than her own. And <laughs> yeah. it just, it just feel, it feels good, you know? Yeah, it is really weird that she is just so <laughs> yeah. much better. So, like, with... motherly and warm, you know, well, I mean, Charles, and it's just, like, it uh, feels yeah. good. Well, take this exa- this episode, for example. She Yeah, she helps Chuck get the company, but uh-huh. she's having sex with Rufus, and, like, her kids are hearing it. Like, and, and like, just being really weird and, like, flirty in, in front of them. Like, it just, like, it's just weird. Those are your real kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's always tougher, though, when it's your own, right? It's like fixing other people's problems, but your own is always more difficult. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, and that's certainly, I mean, I think a lot of characters on the show kind of have that. And that's certainly, yeah, certainly Lily's problem. I feel like we're, like, one step away from, like, a double date with Dan and Serena. When they walk up the stairs, I'm like, they might have been going out to dinner together. This is crazy. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, I I guess the offer was was a double date. date. Yeah. Was it? Well, cause but Jenny, they didn't sit together, Oh, right? well, no, Jenny and Eric were there, too. Okay, so it was a family outing? Yeah. But that's... But they're on... Those are the but, same things! <laughs> so are they on a date at a family outing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think that's what makes it weird. It is weird. Ah. Yeah. Could you uh, put yourself in uh, Serena or Dan's shoes, whatever, uh, could you do this? No. <laughs> no. But, like, what if you loved that person? Say you were Serena. Wait, did I start dating the person first or or the parents started? You, well, I guess it's it's this situation. So they dated 20 years before, or not that long. It's you randomly meet their, you know, child, and then you guys get together and fall in love, and then you find out both your parents were together 20 years ago. So is it incest or no? 
Well, it's not no, because you're not related. You're not related. But like, but I'm just saying, like, would it ruin that relationship? I mean, it would change it, of course. How can yeah. it be like what it would be normally? Yeah, well, it would make it that much more complicated. Yeah. I don't know. That's so weird. I, I I don't know. If, I wonder if that ever actually really happens in real life. I we were. I think. I mean, it it must in it this has, world. I mean, yeah, it happens too with like um like divorced or like step children and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Or or I mean, yeah, the step cest. I guess is the term. Uh, <laughs> I made that up. I, no, I think that is a term. But like, I mean, I could see that happening very easily if you like. I mean, essentially, even the like the Chuck Serena, if that had actually happened. I know stuff like that happens in real life. That happens, Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're 15, and then you have this, you know, hot guy or girl that moves Hormones in. Hormones are raging. Hormone, yeah, and you're also confused and weird, like, oh, this is a new mom and dad situation. I Like, I don't know. It sounds really awkward and awful, but I'm sure bad decisions are made. <laughs> All the time. Especially <laughs> on Gossip Girl. Is there any... Does Blair do anything good in this episode? No. Do we believe her apology, even? No. Like, because she... No. She like, and, okay. So she has no redeeming qualities in this because like she gets in. Serena gives her the end. She gets into Yale and she still fucks with the teacher. Yeah, well, I didn't. She why, can't. Why? Just leave it alone. You got what you wanted. Why are you happy? I I did like the scene with the angel and the devil. Uh, oh you, yeah, that was cool. That was I good. That. Do you uh, do you think Elise would have been probably the angel, right? Oh, for sure. I was such a goody two shoes. Like, annoyingly so. <laughs> yeah, you always were carrying books. <laughs> oh, that was one time. <laughs> was it one? No. <laughs> I mean, did you feel like... I mean, because, like, it, it kind of switches in every episode. There's, like, like, a new low minion. But, I mean, there really was, like, you were kind of the low minion that then Jenny moved over. But then it kind of switched. Like, does that... Do you feel that on set? Or, like, or does that... I mean, am I reading? Like, who switched? Well, because, I mean, I feel like... Well, I feel like the minions, they almost have a hierarchy. Yeah. Where did you feel Elise kind of was? Well, the other ones were on... So, Penelope and Hazel's characters, they'd already been on for a few episodes. Mm -hmm. And the other girl, Nicole, I forget what her character's name was. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'd already been on, so they knew each other, but... And they were also older than me. Like, they were each, like... I don't know, a few years older. But they were, um... They were all really welcoming, but definitely it was like they knew each other, and I was like the newcomer. It's just how it was. I mean, it mirrors the show again. Yeah, it did. We all kind of like hung out together, though. We would eat lunch together. Eat lunch. People were like kind of – nobody really ate lunch. It was yeah. just like, you know. A leaf of salad. <laughs> what was what was Leighton Meester's favorite food? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not her. She was never – I just remember specifically Taylor and the Minions in the lunchroom. There was, like, actually, you know, they had, like, the food on the set. That was what I'm talking about. So let's talk about the fashion award this week. Who who wins the fashion award? Uh, Serena with that dress to the opera. Oh, yes. I loved that. That was... That's really good, obviously, like, the color for her because everything's yellow. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yellow. I mean, and she, yeah, she nails it. I mean, the, the girls were out a little bit, <laughs> as always. As they always are. Yeah. I didn't like uh, Leighton's, like, orange frilly thingy that she wore to the opera. You didn't, or you did? Did not. I, I, I think yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I did like, she had a really, like, I like her plaid coat at the end. The pink one? The, and, and her pink outfit before. In the uh, beginning. In, yeah. the, in the beginning, the one where she first learns the news. Like, it's a, a petticoat or peacoat or whatever, I think. And it's, I mean, she wore two different plaid coats, and both of those were on point, I thought. How many plaid coats does one person need? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I always liked the coats that they put me in and everyone else. They did, they did a good job with that. The dresses sometimes were very, like, overly frilly and looked like a cupcake, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like that's probably a big draw for, I mean, I don't know, a lot of guys and girls just like to wear nice clothes. I mean, that's what you're really getting paid for in Gossip Girl a lot of times. Oh, it was so cool going into that costume thing to get fitted. It was really, really cool. Just seeing, like, all the costumes all around. I think the guy's name, Eric, the yeah. actual costume guy, he was so talented with what he did. It was really, I wanted to keep all the things I was wearing, but I couldn't, <laughs> unfortunately. Did you keep anything from set? No, one little ring that I was like, oh, this is cool. He's like, you want to keep it? I'm like, yeah, but I really wish I could keep, like, every single thing I wore. That would have been awesome. Or, or even, like, the school outfit would have been yeah. fun. <laughs> That's true. You probably could never wear it. It'd just be something you'd want you'd... to frame it. Yeah, you yeah you put it in a frame or uh, yeah, like like in a museum. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you like swore on Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, you have a plaque. That'd be great. <laughs> Did you ever like try on anyone else's? Like I, I know it's probably they probably didn't let you do that. <laughs> I mean, Break. unless like there might have been times where like it was something was Jenny's and they were figuring out who was gonna wear it or another minions. Then that would be a time. So I have a very important question for you. Who would you fuck, marry, or kill on on the gossip of the main characters? In, in their, their characters, not in real life. Or, I mean, whatever. Well, however, however, answer yeah. however you want. Well, I don't know them well enough in real life, so I'll do their character. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. The, okay. By looks, because I don't really know like so much about each character. I guess Chuck, fuck. It's <laughs> like, you know. Um, it's that passion. Yeah. Marry Dan and kill me. Only because, like, Dan is just, like, he's just so sweet. I don't know. Like, there's something, I mean, at least from the very beginning and just, like, the fact that he didn't come from much, but he's not, like, this, like, arrogant, like, asshole, you know? And he was kind of, like, his own guy and just, like, a poet, like, a very Brooklyn, like, deep guy. That I mean, that's, yeah, that yeah. is what he wants. But you kill Nate? Poor Nate. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if I'd really kill any of them, but you guys said I had to, so. Well, like, <laughs> you, you could kill someone else. <laughs> no. Also, when I was first on it, I, was, I, thought, Nate, I thought Nate was also gay. <laughs> <laughs> because he was too pretty perfect. Like, there's too, like, Manicure. something was not right. Like, he was gay or something. Not that gay, gay is not right, but I'm just saying. Well, you, he wasn't who he was chalked up to be. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Chase Crawford, totally no, gay. No, no. <laughs> Let's talk about the most unfortunate scene in this. We got like so Lily and Chuck, like or Chuck signs the adoption papers, and so now he is Lily's son, and now she is the legal guardian. Which obviously edges out Jack and what Jack does. Jack, I, what Ooh, is with the Bass that's family? So scary. What was that? That was attempted rape. That's yeah. That's uh, what it was. It was. It was. I mean, yeah. I mean, it kind of it runs in the family. Yeah, because Chuck did that in the pilot, uh, but it was never that bad. Like it, that was yeah. that was full on. He was scary. Yeah. And and this was. I mean, they reverted it. Chuck saved the day because mm-hmm. Dan was so. Why I'm, does Dan walk away? He, he he sees the same stuff Chuck is seeing, and he just he's like, okay. Well, he's like, well, I mean, honestly, half the time Chuck, when he's talking, he's kind of talking to himself. So I don't know, if Dan. Like Dan kind of just like turns it, like because he's just like, I don't know what Chuck's talking about. I'm out. God. God. But 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess Jack is two and done. Yeah, Jack's gone. That's one of the things I admire about Gossip Girl is how fast they burn through story. Like, I mean, they could this show could have been 12 seasons with, I think, just the same just amount the... of stuff. Because, like, they really, like, they bring this guy in and then they just ruin him immediately. Like, because you can never bring that guy. I mean, maybe he'll be back. Probably will. But, like, you, unless he's just a, a criminal guy who's going to go killing Chuck or something. Which, hey. It's a possibility. Maybe. Yeah. Might happen. But... I mean, do we believe that Lily's completely okay? I mean, that's a pretty traumatic thing to happen. Maybe not emotionally, but she doesn't seem to have any, like, actual, like, physical impairment, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it obviously didn't completely happen, but, no, like, but, it, but still, like, I mean, it was uh, attempted, and... I think physically she's okay. I think emotionally she'll be over it by the next episode. <laughs> because that's just how the show works. Yeah, yeah you're over it. Well, exactly. TV magic. Oh, we're brothers and sisters now? Oh, that's no, fine. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dan and Serena still grappling with that. I, I get the sense that it's not long for this one. Oh, I, that's I, not going to end well for anybody. Andy prediction, Miss Carr happens next episode. Okay. Yeah, Dan and Miss Carr do something weird. Uh, <laughs> I, we, we were on a different podcast and someone had teased that Dan like had a relationship with a teacher. I thought it was in college. I, I didn't know it was right in high school, so it is very... Uh... Dan starts to man up. Is that what this is? For Dan. For Dan. Uh, yeah, but it's still not a good thing. What? Does this... I mean, it, does this make Dan a, a good guy still in your in your head? Like, I mean... Well, I mean, say he's broken up with Serena. Is it cool in any situation? I, guess, I mean, just to date your teacher... I guess she's not a teacher of his, but she's still a teacher at the school he's at. Yeah. It does make me think a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, I mean, he is a senior. I guess you just, just wait a couple months? Is that how it works? They're trying to make him multifaceted. They're trying, you know, multidimensional character. Meaning he could have sex with more people. That's what multifaceted yeah, means? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. Uh, Elise, or Elise is your character, obviously. I, I was about to call you by Elise. <laughs> Emma. Uh, who, yeah. Uh, who, who are you most like in, like, you yourself on, on the show? Like, who do you identify with? Um, I think they did a really good job of making the characters very relatable in, like, a vast sense. So, like, I was thinking, like, like Blair's character, the thing I like about it is I think so many girls can relate because it's this, like, sad irony of that, like, tough exterior but so, like, insecure inside. And I think, like, I don't know about now, but growing up at that time, like, I think so many girls can relate to that, like, trying to like act like you're like the queen of everything and you can deal with everything and whatever but really not being that strong inside and having all these like jealousies and fears and hurt i mean i think i could probably see a little of myself in everyone even like taylor <clears throat> taylor's character jenny like the fact that she went through that like more rebellious stage like i never did that to that extent but like i think everyone's had that like phase where they're like all right we're acting out a little bit you know yeah, I mean, everyone fucks yeah. up. Just Jenny's fuck-ups are a little bit bigger than everyone else's, I think. Extreme. <laughs> uh, but, like, I mean, you're, to your point, I mean, you're, you're dead on about Blair, but, I mean, is, it, is this portrayal, like, good for, like, young girls to watch? Like, it, like are you learning the right lessons from Not Blair? necessarily, no. I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but, like, a lot of young girls grow up watching Gossip Girl, and they idolize Blair. I mean... She's Queen Bee, and she is everyone's most like favorite character. And I understand that as a character, but I think a lot of times that that 
that blurs the line between favorite character and like role model. I feel like maybe as a teenager, they kind of idolize the way she acts. And I think as a teenager, you want to act that way. You want to act out. So you kind of go with that. But I think as you grow up... Well, hopefully you grow up. Hopefully. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not acting that way, but you still might take the fashion. Well, yeah. I mean, if we, I think no one's going to argue with taking the fashion of any of these characters. But also she Even has Dan's the, vests. The, the good qualities that she has. You can... Those are takeable as an adult. Well, I mean, I think... Some of, I mean, obviously, you just don't, you can't go as far as Blair because you'll end up in prison, you you know, but like... Unless you live on the Upper East Side. Yeah, unless you're as rich as Blair. But like, I think you, the whole tenacity and like never giving up and wanting, getting what you want. I mean, I think that is something yeah. that... Using that for good in, you know, if you're in school or at your job. Uh, yeah, and I think also it's kind of almost rare to see girl characters like that on TV a lot of times. Like, it is well, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's too, like, it's like a fantasy sort of thing for, like, a girl to watch that. Like, it's not something they'd actually do, like, Blair's elaborate schemes. But, like, in their head, they're like, oh, I wish I could get back at somebody by doing that. You know, and that's part mm. of TV is yeah. just, like, being able to watch these things that, like, aren't necessarily real, but that make you feel, like, more alive and make you feel like you can, like, go back to school the next day and face those bitches and in your head be like, oh, you know, this is what Blair would do. I won't do it, but I feel better knowing that that's something that could happen. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think Gossip Girl, honestly, has one of the biggest, like, uh, elements of fantasy of any, like, show that isn't in the realm of fantasy. Like, it is real life, kind of. But, like, I mean, it's not, you know, wizards and stuff. Uh, and, but, like, yeah, the, the fantasy is very real. I mean, I know yeah. that's why you love it. That's and, why, yeah, you enjoy it. It's entertaining, you know? It's not... Well, the parties and the the the, the fashion, the drinks, the, the booze, the, the I don't, hookers, I don't all live that's... that on a daily basis, so I enjoy <laughs> watching that. Yeah, and, and if, and you know, these characters survive doing all <laughs> yeah. those things every episode, we wouldn't. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Not realistic, guys. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, do we have any other thoughts on this episode? I mean, I, I think we kind of covered it. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned that Harold and Roman came up for yeah. the for a little bit, and then Blair just leaves, of course, because almost... a lot of wasted food. Yeah. God. Okay. So, uh, do you guys want to play a little Never Have I Ever? Sure. sure. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So normally we would have you roll the die, but seeing as you're in New York. You'll, uh-huh. have to, you'll have to. Aaron's going to be your proxy. I'm going to roll for you. You'll have to trust Aaron to do it. Ooh, the broken heart. Ooh, we're starting hard here. All right, so the broken heart. Ooh, uh, never have I ever had my relationship been the center of all the gossip. All the gossip. <laughs> Wait, so do I just say it has or hasn't? Yeah, have you ever had a relationship where basically someone like, people were gossiping about you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not in a good way, like a, a relationship that clearly wasn't going to work and everyone else could see it and like I was too close to it at the time to like allow myself to see it. So, so did, in the, that sense. did the gossip help you realize that then? Um, yeah, I think it was stuff I already knew, but like kind of was just being echoed like my thoughts and it was helpful to hear that from other people who I knew knew me very well. Was this in high school or college? It was after college. Oh, I've been after college for a while, guys. I'm old. I'm in grad school now. What uh, What are you doing in grad school? Where are you at in grad school? So I go to Fordham, and I'm getting my master's in clinical social work. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing good things for the world. 
Yeah. I'm like some of these gossip girl people. Yeah. And I'm like, unlike, unlike us. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. No, not unlike you guys. You guys are good. Oh, thanks. Thanks. You don't know us. <laughs> no, we, we're meeting now. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Aaron? Were you the center of gossip? I was the center of gossip. Um, no, I mean, within, I think, like, within my family, maybe. Like, having a relationship when, like, you break up, everybody talks about it. You know, but not with, like, my friends or anything. anything? I, I was, uh, I mean, briefly, I've talked about it on the show yeah. in high school, because the, the whole rumor that, like, I apparently, like, lied about us being okay, in yeah, a yeah. relationship, yeah. so they were, like, spreading this rumor that she, like, came back to me and was like, did you start this rumor? I was like, what? No. And it was awful. Like, I was like, I felt so shitty. I was like, I, no. I, I, and I was so embarrassed, and just, and also I was just, like this, like, shy kid who had never had a relationship so i was like oh hmm. no i <laughs> yeah so i assume people talk about me it never gets back to me <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean college i feel like was too big to really have gossip i mean yeah. you can you always have you always talk shit about your friends i guess or talk about their relationships but that's not really i mean it is gossip but it's not i think the gossip that they're talking about yeah. where just like everyone at the everyone's, locker rooms yeah. is talking about whatever the scandal that yeah you're in. yeah uh, let's see. Ooh, this one's weird. Never have I ever told my parents something scandalous about my friends. Oh, I have. <laughs> Ooh. What was the, what was the scandalous thing? And you, you don't have to. And, and I don't even like, I'm not even going to say, because the thing is, it's just the fact that I'm an open book and all my friends know that. Like they'll be alarmed. Like my friends will be there and like, we're like with my parents and I'm just talking freely about like guys or this or that. I mean, there's a limit, obviously. But I tell them a lot. My mom's my best friend. My dad is extremely liberal, and you, he doesn't even get phased by anything. So, which is really kind of good. No, I, think, yeah, I don't good, feel yeah. like I have to hide things from them, really. Like, but yeah, for sure, I've told them things about my friends before. Yeah, I uh, I don't know about like I don't know about friends, but I mean, I have I have the same thing. Like, my parents are very supportive and very open about like I feel like. When I was younger, we never talked about, like, girl things. It was weird, but everything else was cool. But anytime I fuck up or, like, I mean, I've done some dumb things, uh, and I would, like, go to them and, like... Because I always punish myself the most of anyone else, and then they are always very, like... Yeah. Like, oh, like, you know, it's okay. You'll <laughs> figure this out. I'm getting all, uh... I'm getting all... <laughs> you have a clem? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Look at... Yeah. Do you have any other things? No, I don't. I mean, no, nothing really. Have I mean, you, I tell my parents stuff, but nothing, nothing scandalous, nothing crazy. Have you guys? Ever... I think they know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the open book of the family. Yeah. You just, you just come in smelling like weed and yeah. whatever. I mean, weeds, whatever. Uh, it's in a sketch probably that I write, so everybody finds out. There you go. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever cut your own hair? That's the next one. No, but you know who did. Taylor, <laughs> I'm not surprised. She set one day and her hair was chopped off, and she's like, "I just felt like doing it like last night." And she's like, "And you know that's so ballsy." Like she was one of the main characters. They could have been like, "We're not letting you cut your hair," and she just did it. And she came to set, and they like fixed it up for her. And they're like, "Okay, Jenny has short hair now." I that's remember cool. that. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. She that's had her hair in a ponytail one day, and she just cut it off like unevenly. She's. I, I feel like she's very much like Jenny. In real she life, is. I think that they kind of took on 
honestly, I feel like they took direction from her, like how she was going, because she just completely like. I think she was always very edgy as a person, but it just came out more as things progressed. I don't know. Well, and you said, I mean, you guys were the closest because you always hung out. Did yeah? I mean, we went was... to a concert. We went to you know Bamboozle. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we went there together. I think Connor came with us too, actually, because they were like really good friends. They had gone to um, PPAS Professional Performing Arts School together, mm-hmm. so they were like best friends before the show. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's really cute, but um. Yeah, Taylor and I would hang out, and she was like, I remember at Bamboozle, she's like, I don't want to leave when we were leaving, she's, and then she started crowd surfing. She was always like a wild child. Was really. uh, Did that bad influence rub off on you? No, I was, <laughs> honestly, I, I didn't even drink in, in high school, so I was literally like as pure as Elise, my character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I My first drink was, well, I mean, I had like a margarita in Mexico when I was 15, uh, yeah, scandalous. I had like a sip of a Bellini in like year off when yeah. I was 14. That's it. Uh, but I, my first drink was senior year. Yeah, really. my first drink I was like 19. I didn't really drink in high school. Well, and you're not much of a drinker. That's no. just not like you're more of a, a stone and hang out yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm a chill guy. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I did cut my hair once. Really? Yes. I, I was, <laughs> I was, I, how, I think I was like maybe 10. <laughs> All right. And All right, then, that's a little. That's a little young for that. No, but it was like, there was just this piece that was like bothering me. And like, so I just cut it off. And it was just, it look? It, I had like a bald spot. Like, uh-huh. so like, <laughs> so my mom had to take me to like, oh, he's like, oh, ha, ha. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So my mom had to take me to like the hairstylist and like fix it and everything. And like, so it was fine after that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cut my own beard. That's good. <laughs> yeah, maybe it doesn't. Maybe not very often. I probably should cut it more. <laughs> I let's. What is this? Oh, okay. Never have I ever invited someone to dinner and then ditched them like the girls did to Blair at Butter. Which <laughs> I remember that episode. Oh, I loved Butter. That was fun. I want to go to that place to actually eat there because I really liked. Is Butter it. still open? I don't. I don't know. I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, I don't know. Well, tell you what. Next time we're in New York, we're let's all, going all to go to Butter. That would okay. be, be awesome. Plan. Um, um, I've never done that, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all too nice for this yeah, game I've sometimes. Done, yeah, I've never done it. Or, That's or, just rude. Or we're just not honest enough. <laughs> all right? Come on. I remember those. No, I'm being honest. I don't think I can do that. I feel so bad. I mean, maybe I've canceled last minute, but I would never, like, have them actually go there. And then just not show up. Not yeah. Up. I mean... Let's be honest, we've all lied about not being able to do something. Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. So, I mean, yes. that's probably the closest. It's yeah. not like, I, it's pretty bad when someone is already there, that's like, you cool. yeah. you know, the, everyone invited, and then you just... Think about how you would feel, that's so depressing. That's, well, I mean, if everyone, yeah, if everyone thought like that, the world would be such a better place. I know, that's true. <laughs> uh, but, but no, unfortunately they don't. Mm-mm. Let's see, do we want to do some more here? We, we need to get some juicy gossip. Okay, uh, this probably won't work for, I think, because all of our, well, has anyone here tried to break up one of their parents' relationships? I uh, know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like my parents? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, <laughs> like, that's continuing the theme of us yeah. being, too, we didn't have the parent trap reverse. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ooh, never have I ever had a secret crush that no one in the room knows about. So that's. Everyone, just us three. (laughs) I can't tell you, Andy. Who are you crushing on? I can't say. I know you're crushed on my roommate. All the time. (laughs) Um, Wait, so like any 
situation that I just didn't say? Well, I mean, it was for us, like, knowing each other, which... Yeah. So, it, literally, any crush you've ever had is a secret to us. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but so, let's uh, let's be honest. You had a crush on Ed Westwick, right? Yeah. yeah. More so in hindsight. I was like, oh, I wish I talked to him more. But, yeah, I definitely thought he was really cute. But, yeah, I, I, I feel like, I mean, crushes are still a thing. Yeah. Like, well, I feel do like you ever go to a party and, like, there's, like, somebody there that you like and nobody knows and you're, like, you want to talk to her but you can't talk to her but you want to talk to her but you don't talk to her? No, you talk to her. Like, I, why, what situation is Just it where talk I... talk to her. What situation? Why are you being like Dan? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> nervous. <laughs> what? That's awesome. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, it's a situation people have probably been in. But, like, so what situation is it where I'm, like, I have to pretend like I don't know them or that I have to, like, I pretend like I don't like them? I mean, I've had that where, like, I'm... Okay, maybe, you know, when people are, like, quote-unquote with girls, like, off-limits, like, oh, that's my friend's hookup or my yeah. friend's... Like, in that sense, then maybe you couldn't do it. You couldn't act on it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely done some untoward things to, like, ex-girlfriends of people. <laughs> of my friends. Why? Why did Why? I do untoward things? Yeah. <laughs> I was drunk and dumb. All right, fair nothing, enough. Nothing, like, nothing serious ever happened. I just would say dumb things. No, all right. yeah, I would just, I would just be, I would just be flirty. Okay. I'm very flirty, guys. <laughs> yeah, just listen. whenever you see someone you like, just talk to them. That's all. That's well, the lesson. Don't be the... afraid. What's the word they say? No. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's the word. You save yourself. I'm a believer in that. Yeah. I mean, even as a girl, like I'll be the one to. If I, if I see a guy like is making eye contact and like I know that he like will not turn me down because he likes me, I'll go for it. Like, why not? Yeah. Well. The world would be much easier for us guys if more girls were yeah, like, because like like I know it. I had so many. I like, always encourage my friends to do that. Like if my friends are like, "Oh, should I? Should I?" I'm like, "Go, just do it." Paul and Emma. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use that now. Yeah, Paul and Emma. Yeah. Like it's a, a lot of it's just about confidence anyway, right? You know. Yeah. yeah. If you have the confidence to like approach and be like, "Hey, whatever, I like you or whatever. I mean, let's go on a date that, yeah, that shows. And I think they might not have said it otherwise, or like might not say yes. If you're being cagey and weird about it. Yeah. And then otherwise you're just going to like, think about it the whole time. Like, Oh, exactly. I, I'm going to yeah. lose the opportunity. Cause then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You got to shoot your shot. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I had this problem with, cause I was friend zoned so many times yeah, in my get, life. And cause you waited too long. That's well, why. Well, yeah. And, and, but I mean, it was, I was too young and I didn't yeah. have the confidence. And now, now I, it's now I'm like, well, yeah, what is the worst that can happen? It's mu- it's much better to see the no now than just have this dragged out for yeah. months. Yeah. I just ask out every girl and Taylor <laughs> says, yes, says yes. Oh, that's, but that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair that's, enough. That's called pulling an errand. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, Emma, what are you up to these days? I think we're I think we're done on the never have I ever here. Uh, so, so I know you're you're in grad school, and uh, I mean, feel free to I mean, tell us about your blog. Yeah, so um, I'm in grad school, so I'm getting my master's in clinical social work, and what I want to specialize in as a therapist when I open my private practice is um, addictions, but namely eating disorders, which is very obviously rampant in today's society, and I think it's really relevant. I myself had an eating disorder kind of like right before Gossip Girl, kind of was recovering while I was filming, which is interesting. Oh, wow. But, yeah, but... um. I think there's 
there's, it's so important because there's so many myths surrounding it and people think it's this thing and it's about food and it's about this and that and it, it's about so many things that people don't know about. So my blog is, it's called ED on EDs, um, .blogspot.com. <laughs> it's about <laughs> all aspects of eating disorders. Like I talk about what I think people would want to know, friends and family of people that are suffering and yeah, that's basically what I'm doing with that. I mean, and that's awesome. I mean, to be able to, I mean, recover, obviously, and then, you know, use your expertise on it. That's wonderful. Uh, is yes. there anything, like, I, and, and the, the show has delved yeah, into Blair, it. Yeah, right? She's born Yeah, yeah the Be- oh, Blair. Do they say she is? Do they say that she is? I don't know. Uh, they, I don't know if, I mean, at least where we are, because I haven't watched the whole show, but, like, there was just, she's definitely binged and purged, is what she did, mm-hmm. and she did it during the pot Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. It was a right. very big, like, bulimic eating disorder episode i don't know did you see that episode i remember seeing it and that part where it was like that blur of like yeah yeah she's going through it which was intense but i mean kind of realistic but like again like i had anorexia but i never threw up once and that's like a common misconception people think oh if you're one you've also might you've done that too like no they're all very distinct things two separate things right yeah and i mean I'm not sure, I mean, maybe you know, but I don't know if Gossip Girl has a reputation for being accurate or, or like, I think it was probably good to show it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I think they could have even, like, expanded on that for a character, because I think it's, especially with that demographic, it is so prevalent. I mean, I don't know, I'm not even going to say this person, this person, but I just, just being behind the scenes and being at, like, that lunch and seeing, like, the food, like, not get eaten... Um, I won't say who, but one of the minions I was eating um, with them, and I wasn't eating a lot because I was still, like, recovering and whatever, and she's like, oh, do we have an anorexic on our hands? And she was saying it, like, as a joke. She was not being malicious, but it was just really ironic. Obviously, I didn't say, yes, I actually, you know, had an eating disorder, but everyone was kind of, like, eyes out. Like, that's how girls are, and that's exactly how it was, too, on set. Like, the pressures of being in front of that camera and trying to, like, look your best. And, and I mean, was it? I mean, I don't. I don't know how much you're willing to talk about. But was it the? Was it the acting, or was it? Um, it was. It was a bunch of things. The, but like, I mean, like you said, I like... used to eat. Well, I grew up dancing since I was three, so that combined with acting and just obviously a lot of pressure on like the external definitely did not help. So there's that, and there's just you know there's so many factors. It's family. It's friendships. It's trust it's wanting to have a voice and an identity like apart from yourself and it's so many things and that's what like i try to talk about so people understand it better and have a better like sympathy for it instead of just being like oh she's so anorexic or whatever yeah no i and i think i think the culture has come a, a fair like a pretty long way i think even I think so too from sure. like growing up like it yeah. would be a lot of people just yeah saying those derisive things but i think now there's a certain awareness um, so everyone knows someone you know most people know at least someone who's suffered I mean I heard a statistic that like 80% of women have disordered eating which is not a full blown eating disorder but they're in some way shape or form eating irregularly you know like I mean we have the, this platform here is there anything that you would like to, to say to people that might be ha- like might be having eating disorder right now or I mean I'm not yeah, to put you on I the mean, spot I would, I would just say first of all that it's possible to recover from it and that one thing that really helped me was separating my voice, the healthy voice from like the eating disorder voice and having a different outlet, I think, because people that have eating disorders are so much like they're usually very smart and high functioning and like 
they usually have all this pent up energy and things they want to do. So redirecting that and not just like, okay, I'm going to like be the best at having an eating disorder, but I'm going to be the best, whatever you really wanted to do. So I think that was like a very helpful thing in my own recovery that I would want to say to others. Awesome. Well, Emma, thank you so much for being on the show. This has of been... Of course. This was really cool. It's my first podcast. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, it's been great. Yeah, this has been awesome. And we'd love to have you on again if you're ever interested. Uh, of course. I would love to whenever. I mean, I'll keep watching so that I'll be ready <laughs> if you guys call me back. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we got you addicted on the show again. I actually am. I really, I, I do love it. I have a newfound love for the show. Well, I feel like it must awesome. feel a little nostalgic, right? I mean... Publics for sure. I wish I could go back in time and like re- redo those scenes and just like you know make the most of it. Talk to everyone I could. Yeah, talk talk to Ed, Ed Westwick, Westwick more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, let's say you're like, where can the people find you? On, like, say the website again. Oh, so the website is ed on eds dot uh, and then my Instagram is just my name at emma e m m a dale d a y l e demar. And I usually promote everything kind of on there. And yeah. Yeah, I believe I believe we're all connected on yeah. Instagram now. Yeah. yeah, we are. And you guys have a really cute account. <laughs> that's all this. Thank that's you. all Aaron. That's all Aaron. He's the Instagram guy. Uh, so yeah. You... There's so many, by the way, I don't know if you really have delved into it, but so many Gossip Girl accounts. Like these the... girls that they're like 13, 14, just getting into the fandom. Yeah, there That's are. I got most of my followers, honestly, was from them discovering I was in the show, and then like all of them, the masses, like came at it, and were like, "Oh my god, they're still so into it." They're our target audience. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. They're awesome. I shout out to you guys, all you guys of girl accounts, because you are the ones. You guys and them keep the show going. Awesome, and yeah, you can find us at Gossip Guys Podcast on Instagram, Gossip Guys Pod on Twitter. Gossip Guys Podcast at gmail.com is our email. Gossip Guys any... Podcast on Facebook. We're on all the things. Everything. Uh, Aaron is at The, the worst, worst, and that's W-U-R-S-S-T. Yes. Nailed it. And uh, and I'm at Wandering Green, and that's green with an E at the end. And that's the same for Instagram for both of us. And, yeah, thanks for uh, being with us again, Emma. Of course. Thank you, guys. And uh, next week, what do we have, Aaron? Do we even know what next oh, week is? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it's the 17th episode of season two. That's what we know. <laughs> I just turned it off. I didn't want it to start it right again. I, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't like Netflix just starts it. You see the image. I don't want to see the image because it always ruins it. Like, that's how I learned that Bart died. <laughs> like, so, yeah, we don't know. Or did he? Uh, exactly. I, I still don't buy it. Uh, <laughs> Emma's eyes raised on that one. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think about whether it's not true. I just figured it was, but who knows? I don't believe anything I see on Gossip Girl. Nothing. The uh, truth will come out, though. The truth will come out, and uh, and hopefully we'll get some more truth uh, next week, guys. Until then, XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys was recorded in beautiful downtown Burbank. The show was created and produced by Aaron Davidian and Andrew Green with the help of Brendan Berry and Barrett Schwamberg.